Hey, it's Sarah Arnold Hall, and you're listening to How to Take Action. out a question on Instagram asking my audience what their goal is and in return I would tell them what I would do to hit their goal and I had such a huge response from this that I thought it would be so fun to share what those goals are on this episode and exactly what I would do to hit them and that way you can figure out how I might hit your goal if I was in your position. Whether or not these are the exact goals that you have, it's going to give you an idea of like the creativity that goes into going after a big, crazy goal. In my coaching program, Action Academy, I actually do an in-depth walkthrough of this process. So I teach you exactly how to set a goal and create a plan for it that is guaranteed so that as long as you do the steps, you will hit the goal. So if you've got a big goal and you want to go after it, you have to come and join Action Academy. Make sure you go to my website, saraharnoldhall.com to check that out because you do not want to miss it. Okay, so let's get into it. Here are the four goals that we are going to talk about today. Number one, get paid to speak on stage. Number two, Start a hand embroidery business. Number three, make 10K a month as a coach. And number four, become a big time musician. I am so excited about these goals because I have helped my clients do similar goals to these. And when these questions came through, I was like, this is so amazing. So let's just dive in. Let's go to the first one, getting paid to speak on stage. Now, what most people would do if they think about getting paid to speak on stage is they would think about getting really, really good at speaking, planning their speech, dreaming of doing a TED talk and getting really overwhelmed. (laughs) This is what I've seen a lot of times when my clients come to me and they tell me they want to speak on stage. They're trying to develop their personal brand, who they are, and they're trying to develop their speaking skills and their confidence to speak on stage. And all of these things, while they are good, they're actually things that come with time. There's this amazing quote by Brandon Brashad. He says, you're not scared to start your dream. You're embarrassed to be seen starting small. So I want to encourage you, if you have a goal like speaking, that you do not need to do all of the things you think you need to yet. You just have to be prepared to start small. So what I would do, the first thing I would do is I would reach out to five different organizations and offer to speak for a donation. And that way I would become a paid speaker straight away. And I am not getting in my head about building my brand and finding my voice and, you know, doing all of the things that you think you need to do, which are going to come with time. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I would make sure my speaking solved a problem. So instead of just general speaking, I would offer a super specific result. If a company can make more money or have less of a struggle or solve some issue because of my speaking, they're going to want to pay me for it. The third thing is I would come up with an offer that was so irresistible. Organizations couldn't help but take me up on it. Like if I was speaking on productivity, for example, my offer might be if your employees aren't 30% more productive in the next week, I'm going to pay you $500. And if they are 30% more productive, you can pay me $5,000. I want to offer something that the person that is hiring me to speak really wants 
and is totally risk-free and irresistible to them. The fourth thing I'd do is I would find an agent or a PR company to represent me and find me opportunities to speak. And if I couldn't afford to pay them, I would do like a skill swap. So what can I do for that person? Even if it's like taking out their trash or going through their emails or vacuuming their house, like what do they need in exchange for them being my PR agent and getting me a leg up? And the fifth thing I would do is I would find someone who was already a paid speaker and I would ask to shadow them from the pitching that they do, like sitting at home, how do they reach out to different speaking events, all the way to actually having that onstage experience. How do they prepare for that? What do they do on stage? Notice that all five of these things move you closer to the goal. So none of these involve waiting around, hoping that someone's going to come and find you. None of them involve you developing your speaking skills more because that's something that's going to happen when you become a paid speaker. The best way you can become a paid speaker is to simply ask someone to pay you to be a speaker. No matter what the price is, that way you become a paid speaker. Even if it's for a dollar, now you're a paid speaker. And this can be applied to so many goals. Think about your goal right now. What could you do right now to get out of your head and just get out there and start doing the thing that you want to do? Okay, let's talk about the second goal. The second goal is to start a hand embroidery business. The person who asked me this goal said they want to make $2,000 a month that would pay their bills by selling hand embroidery. So here's what most people are going to do. They're going to make a bunch of hand embroidery stuff put it on Etsy, wait for people to buy it, and it's just crickets and no one buys. So here's what I would do instead. Number one, I would contact everyone I know and ask them, who do you know who might want to buy some embroidery? Now notice I didn't say, do you know anyone who might want to buy some embroidery? Because the questions are very different. Do you know anyone is a closed question. They can just say, nope, I don't know anyone. But asking who do you know is an open question that makes their brain look for answers straight away. It's just a different vibe. Plus, if you say, who do you know, they might say, oh me, I want to buy some. The second thing I would do is I would do personalized embroidery. But I wouldn't ask people first, I would just make it. Because when you ask me, like, do you want some personalized embroidery? I'm probably like, "Mm." I don't know. I don't really have a need for that in my life. But if you brought me a personalized embroidered t-shirt with my little initials on it, I would love that. I would think it would be really hard to turn that down. If it's like in front of me, done. And listen, you might be like, I don't have the time and energy to create something that is personalized if no one's going to buy it. But here's what I would recommend. You could embroider, say, the outside of a cute local coffee shop. And then you can go and offer it to that coffee shop. The owner is going to be like, that's so cute. I want to buy it. Be prepared to negotiate the price on this. But if it doesn't work, you can go and sell it to someone else. It's not like that can't be resold. The third thing I would do is I'd go to a dog park where the same dogs are always there really frequently. And I would take a photo of a dog and I would embroider a little picture of that dog, just a small one, not one that would take a lot of time. And then I would bring it back to the dog park and ask that dog owner if they would like to buy it from me. I mean, are you kidding me? Dog owners cannot resist. (laughs) Plus, if they don't buy it, someone else always can, just like with the cute coffee shop one. The fourth thing I would do is I would walk into boutiques, online or offline boutiques, and I would offer to hand embroider personalization, like initials or something, onto the clothing that they make for their customers. 
So I'm essentially just looking for all of the opportunities that are out there. But notice that majority of the tactics that we're using here are just going out and asking people. That's it. There's no like setting up websites. There's no complicating the process. We're just asking human beings, do you want to buy this? Okay, the third goal that somebody asked me was, how do I make 10K months by signing coaching clients? And this is actually something that I have done many, many times. So this is really fun for me to answer. But first of all, I want to tell you what I tried to do initially, which was what most people do when they first start a business is I set up a website and I made business cards and I did flyers and I created a logo and brand colors. And I did all these things that were not actually getting out there talking to people. So the first thing that I would do, that I did do, and that has worked for me, is I would make offers every single day for someone to come and work with me. Okay, so I'm gonna give you an example of how I do this, and this is a legitimate offer that you can take me up on, okay? If you're finding this podcast episode helpful, you have to come and get coached by me. I'm gonna walk you through from where you are right now to creating a plan for your specific goal that guarantees that you hit it, And then I'm going to help you actually get yourself to execute it. So instead of just having the steps, which you know what you need to do, I'm going to walk you through how to get yourself to do them. And you're going to come to coaching every week and I'm going to help you evaluate your progress and change whatever you need to change until you hit the goal. So if you want to do that, go to my website now, saraharnoldhall.com and sign up for coaching. You see how that works? So good. I just made you an offer and I do one of those at least every single day. And especially when I was starting my business, I would do them sometimes three times a day in as many places as I could. Because honestly, that is the only thing in your way is you have to tell someone that you actually can help them. It's the same with all of these goals. You have to ask or you have to tell people, otherwise they don't know. You cannot expect people to come and find you. You must go and find the people. Eventually they will come to you once you're really established. But first you have to go and find the people. The second step that I did is that I just constantly make friendships. Like when people know and they trust me, they want to refer me to people and maybe they even want coaching themselves. I never go into relationships with the intention to create clients, but almost all of my friends have referred me someone or told someone about my podcast. Having a bigger network of friends is just so beneficial and then you can contribute to those friends too. So make more friends. That's step two. Step three is I provide results ahead of time to people with no expectations. I coach people for free and I don't mean like in an actual coaching session, but I would just coach people for free, like on the street. Like I've coached one girl on the street that I met outside a restaurant to go to Melbourne. She wanted to move to Melbourne and I was like, girl, you got to do it. And I coached her on all the thoughts that were stopping her. And the next day she messaged me saying she was moving to Melbourne. So fun. Like I just help people and I show and demonstrate what I can do without holding back. And I do that through this podcast. I do that through messaging people when they message me. I do that through when I'm speaking somewhere. Anytime I have an opportunity, I provide results ahead of time. The fourth thing I did was I created an awesome offer. When you work with me, you either make progress towards your goal or you get your money back. There is no risk with working with me. Because how can you know if working with me is going to work until you try it? And you decide once you're inside the program, once you show up and you do the work and you put in everything you've got, and then if it doesn't work for you, you can have your money back. But nobody can make that decision about whether it's going to be worth it to them until they've tried it. So that's why I have a money back guarantee. 
And I can only give this kind of guarantee because I know what I'm offering is so good because I've helped so many clients and I literally couldn't give a guarantee like this if I didn't think what I'm offering was good. Otherwise, everyone would want their money back and I wouldn't be able to afford to keep my business going. But that's not the case because when you come and work with me, you will blow your mind. And when you offer an awesome offer like that to your people, they will want to take you up on it. And all you have to do is ask yourself, what am I sure that I could deliver? And then you just want to make sure you're delivering that. You don't have to deliver the world, but what can you deliver? You don't have to have this huge, craziest thing in the world that you're offering. What are you sure you could deliver? It could be the smallest thing, but if somebody wants that and they're willing to pay you and you can back that you could do this, then people are going to want it. How can you make your offer so amazing that they're going to want to do it? And the fifth thing that I did is I just showed up with certainty. No one has ever had a conversation with me where I'm like, maybe I can help you. Either I can for sure, or I can't. And if I don't think I can help you, I am never going to offer to help you. I'm not going to accept you into my program if I don't think I can help you. So there's no in between. I'm always only certain I can help or I don't help. That's it. And when you come across with that kind of certainty to your people, you find the ones who you're certain you can help and you offer to them You have to offer it with that kind of certainty. This world is an uncertain place. And when you have something you're certain you can offer, you owe it to people to tell them with passion and conviction and certainty. And that's the five things that I did to make my first 10K month and multiple after that. Okay, so let's talk about the fourth and final goal, becoming a big time musician. This is so fun because I just coached someone on this yesterday. We just created a super juicy plan that is guaranteed to work for him to become a signed artist with a record label. He's an electronic dance music producer, and I'm just so excited to see where he goes with this. So what most people would do is they would practice singing a lot, or they would practice their craft a lot, or they would listen to a lot of music and maybe reach out to a producer one time, but then never hear back and just run away. (laughs) So here's what I recommend that you do. Number one, make a list of all the managers or producers that you want to be represented by and then figure out what it is that they want. Not what you want, what they want. Because being talented isn't enough. They already have plenty of talented people around them. They want to make money off you, right? That's why they're a producer. They make money when you sell a lot of records. Do we sell records, actually? Maybe it's downloads. When you get a lot of downloads on Spotify, they make money. I don't know how it works nowadays, but they want to make money. And there's plenty of talented people out there who can make them money. So who's going to make them the most money? The people who can offer them something that those other people can't. What do they want? Do they want someone who's super easy to work with? Do they want someone who can produce songs really fast? Do they want someone who already has an audience that they can promote to? Do they want someone they can take a bigger percentage of their pay from? Do they want someone who's going to help them find a really great babysitter so that they can go on tour with you and really trust that their kid's in safe hands? Like, what is it that they want? Go and figure it out and get it to them because it's going to be the difference between you getting the deal and someone else. There's plenty of talented musicians. You've got to stand out. Okay, step number two, and this is a fun one. I would send a giant transparent box stuffed with candy and copies of my songs, of course, to big names in the industry. And I would put a little digital passcode on it so they can like literally see all this candy through the box, but they don't have the passcode. And I would have a little note on it that says that they need to contact me if they want the passcode access. 
I mean, I just think about being a producer who's like hungry and sitting in their office and they receive this giant box of candy and yummy things that they like and then they can't access it and they just need to message me for the code. Like for sure that would work on me if somebody sent me a big box of candy. I would want to open it and not to contact them back (laughs) about anything. The third thing I would do, and I got this from Derek Sivers, the entrepreneur and musician. He said that he sent out physical copies of his song, physical copies, and he sent them out to like every single radio station in the country or something. And on the actual thing he sent out, it was like a brown paper bag. And it said in big writing, confidential, do not open. And of course, anyone who receives that is going to want to open it. Most people are sending their stuff in digitally, and if you send your stuff in physically, you're just going to have that advantage. All of these ideas are just how do we skip the line and get you to the front, and how do we make sure you're not just sitting at home in your bedroom making music and never putting it out into the world. The fourth thing I would do is I'd go door knocking and I would just ask strangers to subscribe to my Spotify. And I know that sounds like a really slow thing, but what's going to happen is your local area around you, they're all going to start to know your music. And then when you do a gig, it's going to just pop off and people are going to recognize that and really want to hire you for gigs. Plus, I don't know how the algorithm works, but I'm sure that if you get a lot of people in a specific location all being obsessed with a song, it's going to like suggest more of you to other people in surrounding areas. Like surely that's a thing. It's definitely a thing on Instagram. And then the fifth thing that I would do is I would make a list of every event that I could gig for and I would figure out what they want in order to let me play. Do they want volunteers at their event? Do they want a private show for their wedding? Do they want a musician that they can call up last minute? What do they want and get it to them? The whole idea of everything that I've shared today is you really just want to figure out what people want and then go and ask them if you can deliver it to them. That is it. That is where almost all of your goals, especially business-related goals, career-related goals, anything that involves another person, it's all going to come down to making sure that you're not doing the passive things that you're just sitting around consuming and planning and you're actually getting out there talking with human beings and asking them if you can serve them in some way. I hope that this has inspired you in all the ways that it can inspire you to go after your goal and create a plan that is really creative and gets you taking action where it actually matters. Because the most successful people in this world are just the ones who have grit. They're the ones who just keep showing up and not just showing up in a little way. They're showing up in a big way. They're doing the actions that matter. And this doesn't have to take a lot of energy. You could just send one message or just ask one person today and it could make the biggest difference to moving your entire goal forward. Okay, I challenge you to write out your plan of things you could do that would get you to the end result as fast as possible and actually go and do one of them today. Just one. Just start with one and move your goal forward so that you can take on the next piece of advice that I've got for you in the next episode. I'll talk to you then. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have got to come and get coached by me. I'm going to help you create a streamlined action plan for your business goals that's guaranteed to work. And then I'm going to help you manage your time and your mind so you can follow through with ease. Together, we're going to track your progress and tackle every obstacle that comes up so you can hit your most ambitious goals 10 times faster. Go to saraharnoldhall.com to sign up now.